Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast. My name is Paul, and today we're gonna sit, we're gonna check out Paul Heaton's show at the Motor Point Arena. But before we do that, we're gonna go over a little bit of history with him. So, Paul David Heaton was born 9th of May 1962. He is an English singer-songwriter. He was the frontman of the House of Martins, who had successes with the singles Happy Hour and the UK number one Caravan of Love. Before disbanding in 1988. He then formed The Beautiful Self, whose debut single and album were released in 1989 to commercial success. They had a series of hits throughout the 1990s, including the number one single, A Little Time. They disbanded in 2007. He subsequently pursued a solo career, which produced three albums, and in 2014 he released What Have We Become, a collaboration with former Beautiful Self vocalist Jackie Abbott. He recorded three more albums with her, Wisdom, Laughter and Lines in 2015, Crooked Calypso in 2017, The Manchester Calling in 2020. British newspaper The Guardian has described Heaton as one of our finest songwriters. His music revealed an exuberant ear for melody, his lyrics a keen eye and a brilliant wilt. All music said the warm, mellifluous voice of Paul Heaton often masked the jagged satirical content of his lyrics. So let's see how many albums he's got. We'll go over his disc- his discography. So with the House Martins, he did London Nil, Hole Four, The People Who Grinned Themselves to Death, and That's What I Call Quite Good. With The Beautiful Self, he made Welcome to the Beautiful Self, Choke, 898 Beautiful Self, Meow, Blue is the Colour, Quench, Painting It Red, Gaze, Gold Diggers, Head Knockers, and Folk Songs and super by he was also included in the bbc sessions in 2007 and live at the bbc in 2011 and as a solo artist fat chance the cross-eyed rambler acid country paul heaton presents the eighth what have we become wisdom laughter and lines crooked calypso and manchester calling so there's a lot of material there's, so that's a lot of material that will appear in tonight's show now we've had a little bit of history, let's see what's going on down at the Motor Point Arena. We'll be back after this. If you're a band member or an artist, dancer, singer, actor, street performer, and you're listening to this and you'd like to talk to us on our show about your uh, latest gig or your album release on uh, digital media or even uh, want to talk to us about a student show how about dropping us an email on musterxmedia1983 at gmail.com and we'll get you on our show so i'm down at the motor point arena reporting on paul heaton's show and so far there is no super fans outside it's a nice day it's a little bit chilly but it's not raining it's not due to rain today either so let's have a look at what we've got down at the arena truck wise so we have four 40 foot trucks which is essentially a standard show it's not a small show it's definitely not a large show i reckon it'll be a nice little basic static setup but we shall see in a bit maybe i'm wrong and there's two tour buses so pretty standard stuff a few moments later so I'm in the arena at the moment on the inside now and most of the bars are in the air they're going up and down uh, doing a bit of focusing and whatnot but they are up in the air and it's looking pretty okay actually we've currently got one two three four lighting bars and the last one's about to go up now uh, which they've got the cherry picker in to connect the uh, motor hoist then you've got a couple of side bars on the stage as well either side so it's pr- 
pretty tasty with the uh, LED blinders. Not only have you got the LED strobes, which can be any colour now, you've also got the old school mole phases, which are the uh, small uh, par lights, which have their unique glow to them. They've basically made an archway at the back of the stage, so it's uh, like a goalpost with uh, all these blinders, and then each lighting bar has its own little set of uh, blinders. So that's good. That's good. It's going to look pretty old school. And they've got a handful of vert movers, I say a handful, a lot of vert movers, which um, are there to just cover the stage. So it's going to be a simple setup, nothing too uh, massive, but it'll, be, it'll do. It'll do. It's Paul Heaton, and uh, he doesn't need a massive flash and trash rig. He, you know, that's not his forte. He doesn't need flash and trash. Either side of the stage, you've got a video screen. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much uh, a standard screen. It's not the, uh, it's not like the LED Ghouls ones, but they're nice high-res screens nonetheless. It's nice clarity on that with their test screens, looking really good. It's a standing gig with the tiers brought out in a horseshoe set up, so uh, you've got the option to be sat as well as uh, a massive arena floor to uh, go to stand in and, and perhaps have a little dance with your wife. And they're still pretty much a big handful of things to do but they're making a lot of progress it won't be too much longer before uh, they're ready to get the last lighting bar up in the air and then start testing the sound system now with the sound system you've got one set of line arrays either side of the stage they've not gone for the no they have got they've got a small set of uh, line arrays 45 uh, degrees outwards from each side but only a small set just to give a little bit of surround sound on there and the line arrays the main line arrays from the main PA they're at 12 stacks high so that's pretty good it's pretty pretty meaty for the kind of sound system that they got and along the front of the stage they've got 10 massive subs so yeah it's gonna look pretty good it will look good and it's gonna sound good I'm looking forward to a little bit later on to see what the uh, stage is going to look like once it's no longer a building site. We'll be back after this. This podcast contains themes that are unsuitable for younger listeners and parental guidance is advised. It's, it's been 30 years, years since they came. Was. What the f*** was that? The Android sucks. Hold on, guys! New episodes every Friday. The links are in the description. And we're back. So all the lighting bars are up in the air now. So you've got the back truss, which has also got legs on it, which I touched upon slightly earlier on where they've got all the blinders in this um, goalpost. And on that goalpost, you've got a load of moving heads as well as the blinders. So that'll look interesting in conjunction with the rest of the lighting rig. Then in advance of that, you've got, you've got another three lighting bars before that. One obviously being the front of the house, which is uh, the front of the house blinders. And on that truss you've also got the uh, moving heads, which give the front light for the uh, band. So the mix has all been set up and uh, it's got a bit of mojo at the front and on the side it's skinned with a load of uh, bike rack head barrier. So they're not expecting people to be bundling all over the place because it's poor heat and it's not exactly a heavy metal gig, but they would need to either fully surround the mixer with mojo or double skin the uh, barriers with two sets of barriers. Now everything on the stage is all ready to go. They've done a line check on all the instruments and they're just waiting to do the actual sound check 
and now the mojo at the front of the stage is about to go in. So there's going to be a nice little pit and I don't think there's going to be many pullouts of the pit today. Although you'll never know. There might be what the odd one or two. But I, I personally don't think that there will be. I mean it's not exactly that high energy uh, performance. But then again you just never know. A few moments later. Wow. I've just seen a nice little pyro demonstration ready for the show. And that was another pyro that you might have just heard. So, when you've got lots of pyrotechnics, you have to have a uh, pyro test at every venue that you turn up into. And everyone from the venue of the uh, production aspect has to be able to see where the pyros are going so it doesn't affect the either the audience or the uh, air or the airflow systems now the pyros that we've just seen on this test we had a load of downward cascades which are essentially gerbs that fire downwards so a nice little nice little sparkler shall we say which so uh, the cascade of little sparkles that fire down that's uh, so a fire like uh, like a sparkler from a fireworks night and then you have the gerbs going upwards a load of gerbs that are firing upwards so they're just known as gerbs so you've got the gerbs and the cascades they're about getting ready to do the warm-up for the actual sound check then you have then they had a load of uh, rocket gerbs so it launches a nice little trail as though it's a as though it's a firework rocket only a small one and then uh, you have maroons so when you heard that bang just a moment ago those are the maroons that would go off be nice looking forward to it really am looking forward to it oh yeah and then there was that uh, one parachute flashbang as well so we'll see some more of that in a bit on the actual show so i've got a feeling that at the start of the show you'll see some uh, pyros and definitely at the end of the show not sure if it's of the main show or of the uh, or of the uh, encore but only time will tell wow they've even got bubble machines so this will look very very interesting very interesting and i've got a funny feeling that with all these bubbles it, and a bit of foam it's gonna get a little bit slippery on that arena floor so we shall find out <laughs> looking forward to it actually a few moments later so just after sound check had finished we get the message uh, that we have a slight problem now the problem is Jackie Abbott he used to be the lead singer of uh, the beautiful self and he was touring with Paul Heaton. She's got laryngitis. Now, they're towards the end of their tour and Paul Heaton has decided he's going to go on without her. Bold move, very bold move. And uh, you may not be a fan, I may not be a fan, but that is a very bold move and I can uh, appreciate that because the show has to go on and he doesn't want to cancel the gig. So he'll be doing tonight's show on his own with the um, band assisting him with some of the backing vocals. So they'll just be working those backing vocals a little bit harder. It's just how it goes sometimes. You just can't help being you can't help being ill. It's just one of those things. Laryngitis, if you're a singer, 
you sing with laryngitis, you could kill your career. You really could. So, so that's a bold move from uh, Jackie to say, I can't do it. She's got a note from the doctor. And, uh, and Paul Heaton's going to go on on his own. So supporting uh, Paul Heaton, you've got Keystone Cobblers Club. Now, it took me a while to find something about these uh, guys. Um, they just don't have a Wikipedia page, I suppose. I'm on a German version of Wikipedia. And it's saying, Julia Lowe and younger Matthew Lowe are siblings. Her parents are also avid musicians. Matthew and uh, Julia attended Keystone Primary School, where they met Tom Sweet learned to play the trumpet and played together regularly. Soon after they joined the youth orchestra in 2009, the two brothers founded the indie rock band Keystone Cobblers Club. It was named after the story of a cobbler who had lived in the area a few hundred years earlier. The cobblers played the violin in a tavern to lament the sadness of his bad sales. Soon, more of the townspeople came and made music and danced with him. This, the, this then wore out the city's world of shoes. Oh, this is a bad translation. They met at the Ravenswood School at the Oakley Road, Bromley. Bethan Eccleston is the only band member from outside the borough. She studied at the Royal College of Music in Kensington, London. On August the 14th, 2010, they played at Lee Fest in Bromley, London. On September the 6th, 2010, she released the EP Welcome to the Club. In 2012, they released a debut album, One for Words. It was produced by Matthew Lowe himself, with the assistance of Julia Lowe and Tom Sweet. The recordings were made with the two Lows. The artwork, the artwork is by Julia Lowe. In the summer of 2012, the band of, the band of DJs Bob Harris and Steve Lemek in the Made of Our Studios in London was invited to a BBC session. It was here that from 1967 to... Yeah, no one cares about that. So the general information about the band are... Found in 2009. On, on vocals, guitar, accordion and banjo and trumpet, you've got Matthew Lau. And Julia Lowe is on, sing, is on vocals, keyboard, accordion, trumpet and drums. Then you also got Tom Sweet, who's on guitar, ukulele, trumpet, accordion and choir. And Bethan Eccleston is on tuba, accordion and choir. And percussion you've got Harry Stansalopoulos. Sorry if I kind of like butchered your name. Former members, you've got Dan Slade who used to do tuba, Dan T who did drums, Matt K who did that tuba, and Helen who did the fiddle. A few moments later. So a slight update. They've had to put on the uh, side screens as people come in. We're really sorry to say that, following medical advice, Jackie will sadly be unable to perform tonight. Paul and the band are going to try and do Jackie proud by putting on a great show for you all. So hopefully that won't allow people to grizzle too much, although people will grizzle as they pay to see both Paul and Jackie. It's just unfortunate at the end of the day because you can't help being unwell and especially if you've got laryngitis because if you sing and you've got laryngitis you might write yourself off for the rest of your career so there's no point in risking your career to perform a show it's five minutes to the top of the support act so we're, lo we're not looking too bad on numbers although it could be slightly better I think the main issue is just getting people into the building at the moment. There was a slight grumble about, obviously, uh, Jackie not being here and Pete, some people were asked for their money back at the doors. Personally, I wouldn't have asked for my cash back because I would have gone all the way there to see it. But, you know, that's just preference at the end of the day. 
A few moments later. The Kesson Cobblers Club are a nice folk band that play that play very well together. Every member sings in harmony, and there you've got some really good, strong uh, harmonies. I must say, um, the semi the semi acoustic feel works really well along with their uh, tuba. So they all play these various uh, instruments, all folky instruments, and for their bass they use the tuba. Nice, nice different effect. The lighting look was simple but effective. They're using the movers with uh, breakup effect gobos to help emphasise parts of the songs. And they were just going with the same static look but they changed the colours. You know, they're going for uh, folky kind of sepia colours. So sepia, pastel-y colours. And it works because it go- it does give you the feel of it gives you a feel of being in a barn dance listening to a load of uh, folk music. The Guests and Cobblers Club were uh, well received uh, with the audience, and they loved them. They really did. Not that they were a big band, but still, uh, the audience loved them. It's a nice uh, bit of different music, and to be honest, I would listen to that kind of uh, music whilst I'm in the bath or something like that. Yeah, you know, as I mellowed in my older age, I do like listening to uh, folk stuff, or even folk covers, or even pirate music and sea shanty music in this day and age. So it's a nice bit of different atmosphere and a nice different vibe for uh, people to li- to listen to and enjoy it whilst they're waiting for Paul Heaton. Warning: This podcast contains strong, offensive, and misogynistic language that some listeners may find offensive. The name's Vert, Percival Reginald Vert, and I run the P-Vert Detective Agency. The year is 2055 and the police have been defunded, so if you need a police investigation, the cops will charge you a thousand big ones a day. Because of this, the government introduced the PI Act, where the private investigators can undercut the police so justice can become affordable. These are my case files. New episodes every Wednesday. The links are in the description. So there was an intro for uh, Paul Heaton's uh, show, and um, that was the the green green grass. And uh, the stage started off as a nice dark Congo blue, with uh, blinders being added in, floor level blinders facing 45 degrees outwards to the audience. Uh, those got added in, and then the band came on. Paul Heaton. He came on in his trademark anorak. <laughs> yeah, he's still rocking the anorak look. Well, you have to add it to him. Paul Heaton is Paul Heaton. And Paul Heaton will dress how Paul Heaton wants. Now, I have to say that the lighting design looks very familiar to me. Yeah, the lighting design, from the first song, I noticed something interesting about the lighting design. Now, it's the way how it was put together, so there's some very subtle intricacies within the lights. And I've seen this before, because I know who the lighting designer is. And uh, this light, same lighting designer designed a few shows for um, for the cruise company that I used to work for. Um, and he designed two of the shows that are on that ship, which are no longer around. Those shows are long being cancelled because they got old and whatnot. But it's the colours that was being used, as well as uh, the way how the lights were moving. So the lights would track to a certain point and uh, perform shapes and whatnot. 
uh, at different points of the stage and then uh, the, the lights will track along with the music. So it was done very, very well. I mean, we're talking about superb programming. You know, very, it was very a very well programmed show. But it just seemed like, I mean, what can I say? <laughs> it's very similar and every uh, lighting designer has their own unique stamp on things. And I just happen to know this one very well because I worked on those shows for many years. I know the uh, signatures of that lighting design, if that makes sense. Anyways, let's move on. Um, so Paul Heaton asked the uh, audience a favour when it came to singing Rotterdam. Because that song is a uh, song by Jackie. It's written for, it's written to be a uh, female vocalist. The song's written specifically for uh, a female singer. So Paul Heaton, he said to the audience, "Look, I want you to, uh, at the end of the song, no matter how much you enjoy it, to boo, it. give me a thunderous boo." And he's going to be doing that because he wants that because he's playing a prank on Jackie, who's he will probably see the funny side of it when uh, she sees the video. And what he did was he sent a member of his crew out to the pit in front of the stage to record him on WhatsApp singing Rotterdam and then for the audience to boo him at the end of it. And boy did they boo in, you know, they booed in jest as part of this wind up. So Jackie received a video on her phone while she was tucked up in bed with her laryngitis she received this video of Paul Heaton getting booed when he was singing her song which I have to say was a nice little touch uh, to help uh, calm the situation down for the fact that Jackie is not able to finish at all which at the end of the day you can't blame her for having the time off because you can't help being sick and if you sing whilst having laryngitis you'll probably never be able to sing it live ever again yeah you'll never have the power and it will really damage your voice so we wish Jackie all the best with her recovery so in conclusion throughout the entire show Paul Heaton managed to hold the entire crowd and was able to make up for uh, the fact that Jackie wasn't there the audience were really forgiving and fair play to them. There were a few grizzles uh, from what I heard, but there's not much you could do about that, you know, other than uh, give people a refund. But, yeah, well, we're sorry about that. We can't help her being ill. We will offer you a refund. That's understandable. So, and the audience gave Paul Heaton their full attention and they loved it. There was a really good atmosphere in that audience, a really good atmosphere that yeah, that was forgiving because they understood the vast majority of people understood that if Jackie's sick she's sick so well done to the crowd and well done to Paul Heaton for carrying the show all in his own until the next time guys bye for now <laughs>